welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast, building personal liberty into daily life. Today is Wednesday, September the 8th, 2020. Today I have for you a small homestead update. I have a tick update. Yes, ticks. Don't we all love those little buggers? And then I am talking about how to get the results that you want in life. So let's jump right into it. The homestead update. Last week, I told you that we were having freezer camp day, and that ended up being on Thursday, and it went really well. We had uh, four adults and two kids, and so us against those 38 chickens, it wasn't even a contest. It went a lot better because we had the proper equipment. So a year ago, there was myself, my wife, and my mom who went after, uh, I think it was about 25 chickens. And we did not have the proper equipment. We had some of the things we needed. We had the table to butcher on. We had the knives, and they were sharp. But we didn't have a plucker. And so we're sitting there plucking by hand. And those 25 chickens took more than six hours, I believe. It was the longest day ever. This year was a completely different story. It only took one person to do the scalding and the plucking because we had a an automatic plucker, which is basically a barrel with some little uh, nylon or rubber fingers on it. You drop the chicken in there after it's been scalded, and it just bounces around and rolls around in there, and those little rubber fingers pull all the feathers off, and that happens in about 15 seconds instead of five minutes if you're trying to do that by hand. So that was a lifesaver. It helped that we had, you know, with that one person being able to do the plucking, you had three people able that could uh, that could gut the chickens and cut them up. We left most of them whole, but we did we did part out a few of them. So we had three people that could do that instead of two people plucking and one person doing all the butchering. It went really well. 30, 38 chickens in less than three hours, and they were in the freezer. So that was awesome i was expecting you know another full day because it's a lot more chickens but nope it went really quick so we have in two weeks we have 20 more chickens to do 22 i think to be exact but then the following week we have 80 chickens 80 chicks on the way and we'll get to do it all over again in two months hopefully it'll be a little cooler it it will definitely be a little cooler this time around so that will be awesome I don't like butchering in the heat. Not a whole lot of fun. Some of the equipment that you might use if you're interested in doing this are things like a scalder. You definitely need to scald them unless you plan on skinning them. I have some friends that do skin, but we like the skin on because we we use that um, when we... We often cook our chickens whole, and so that skin puts good nutrients, good fat into the water. It's like a little chicken broth. And so as we crock pot our chicken for a day, that creates a broth right there, and we're not, um, we don't lose every, all the good stuff that's in the chicken skin. So you've got the scalder. You need a plucker, definitely, if you're going to go that route. Um, that, unless you're just doing a handful of birds... You you can do it by hand, but when you have more than five or ten chickens, you definitely want a plucker. You've got to have your table to butcher on. Your knives, and they need to be sharp knives. That is a must. If you've got dull knives, 
your life will be miserable when you're butchering chickens. So make sure your knives are sharp. A cold, uh, cold water barrel. We took a 50-gallon barrel and filled it with ice and water, and then as we gutted the chickens and parted them out or however we were processing that chicken, we just dropped the whole thing in the barrel of water. And that worked great. It it cooled the chickens down really well, stiffened them up some, and it just worked really well. And the next thing you need is some bags and a freezer, of course, unless you're planning on canning, which we always, I say always, mostly we freeze ours. Every now and then we'll can some, but most of our chicken gets frozen. It's just the easiest way for us to preserve them at this point. And that's it. That's all you need. That and a game plan. Watch a couple videos on YouTube to figure out exactly how it's done. Pretty simple. Job gets done real quick. You got a lot of meat in your freezer. It makes for a great day. I want to share with you a little story that I shared on the morning of Butcher Day. The title of it is Don't End Up in Someone's Freezer. So those chickens had a purpose. They did not know what their purpose was. I knew what their purpose was. I intended the whole time, for the, the whole, entire length of their lifespan, their intention was to end up in my freezer. They didn't know that, but that was their intended end. That was their life purpose, was to be in my freezer so that I have good chicken to eat. Now, where am I going with this? Why do I say don't end up in somebody's freezer? We all need to stop from time to time and take a look at our own life. Reflect and self-assess and figure out if we know exactly what our purpose is. Know the path we're on and where we're going and, and what the reason is behind it. Are we living, are we fulfilling our purpose or are we living for someone else's purpose? Are we going to end up in somebody's metaphorical freezer? Don't be that guy. Know your purpose. Do the work that it takes. And that story, that, that was what I shared that day. And I, I got a few little laughs here and there. It was, it was kind of humorous. But the, the metaphor still rings true. You need to know your purpose or you'll be used as someone else's pawn. And that leads us right into the main topic of today's show. How to get what you want. And I'm not just talking about petty things, but I mean I'm legitimate, realistic things that you want in life, whether that's a big house, you know, a job that you're after. It might be a car. I would love to have a 68 Camaro or like a 72 Chevelle. <sighs> that would be awesome. I'd love that. I love old American muscle cars, but that's not a goal that I've set up for myself. Other things that you might be after are certain friendships that you want to, to foster. You're trying to build a relationship for a certain purpose. Maybe a career that you think you would enjoy or that would fulfill you. Or a position within that career that you want that would give you the freedom to, to create the kind of lifestyle you want. Maybe it's a specific lifestyle that you want to build for yourself. Maybe there's a business that you want to buy or build or a certain income level that you want to reach, or maybe you want to find your significant other. Whatever that goal is, the end result, you need to know what it is. You have to develop that. That's the first thing in getting what you want, is knowing what you want, the result that you want to see. 
Now, there's a lot of things that might hold us back from achieving those things. Anything from procrastination, um, the goal or result that you want not being realistic, focusing on the problems rather than the solutions. It's so easy to get lost and bogged down by all the ways that it can't be done, that we forget to see the ways that it can be done and that we will do it. Um, Getting stuck in a routine, it's easy for myself to develop a routine and not realize that it's not being productive. And pretty soon I'm like, well, I have to do the thing because uh, I don't know why, but I have to do the thing even though it's not getting me the result that I want. So don't get stuck in a routine. Another thing is working harder instead of smarter. We need to, once we develop a plan, then that's smarter. That's working smarter. Then we can work harder on it. It's The easiest thing is to work harder and not know where the smarter is at. But your best results come from developing the smart path and then working hard on that. Fear is another thing that hold us, holds us back and keeps us from taking action to reach those goals, distractions, and giving up too easy. Those are, I think, eight things that often cause people to not reach their goals. But enough about what holds us back. Let's talk about how we get it, how we get the things that we want, how to reach those goals and and build the life that we want to live. I already said we have to know our target destination. We've got to know what we want. Imagine for a second that you are going on a road trip, okay? Like, I'm leaving next Thursday out on a road trip. Okay, self, where are you going? I don't know. I'm just going. I'm just heading out, you know, on a road trip. We're just going. That's asinine. People don't do that unless you've got time and money to kill and you don't have to do anything or be anywhere. You have a destination and you you know where you're headed in a road trip. That needs to be the same way in life because the stakes are infinitely higher in life than on a road trip. So know where you're going. Know your target. Have an end goal. As Stephen Covey said, begin with the end in mind. Then once we know what that end is that we want, what the goal is or the destination, we can plan our route to get there. That's the actions that we need to take to achieve the goal or reach the target. Goal or destination or result that you want and then the plan to get there, right? So you know the results you want. Now you know what actions you need to take to get there. What happens when you don't know how to do the actions? Sometimes when we see the thing that we want and we see the path to getting there, it's like, but I don't know how to do those things that I need to do to achieve that. So when you don't have the vehicle needed to get you to your destination, what next? Well, now that you've asked that question, if you're asking yourself that question, you've already started answering it and moving on to the next step. You're thinking the thoughts that you need to think in order to be the kind of person who can do what needs to be done so you can have the things that you set as your goal. You've asked the right question. Now you know the input that you need, whether the input is a mentor or a coach. might be some books that you need to read or some training. It could be an online course or a school that you need to go to. Whatever it is, you have the path towards that. You know what input you need. 
The final step is implementation. And the strategy is this. Your input becomes your thoughts. Your thoughts propel you into action and your actions produce the results or the goal. And sometimes those actions don't produce the result that we want. That means we need to reflect on what those actions were or what the plan was. If you're getting the wrong result, you're doing the wrong action. I heard a quote the other day, and wow, I really enjoyed it. And sorry if you hear papers rustling around. But it said, I may not have gone where I intended to go, but I think I ended up where I intended to be. And that was by Douglas Adams. And that is so true in life. We often have a vision of where we want, the, the end result that we want. And we think we lay out our path. We think we have this, we know where we're going to be going through, what actions we need to take to get there. But often we end up going a long roundabout trip in achieving the result we wanted. And I think that lines up a lot with what Proverbs 16.9 says. This is the New Standard Bible. Um, it says, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Oftentimes we think we know what route we're going, but God has us going on a different path to achieve our desired goal, our end result. So input, thoughts, actions, results. That's how to get the things that you want. I have an eight-week program designed to help teens achieve those results, to, to discover their purpose. And it's called the Teen Catalyst Experience. My goal with that is to, to help teens recognize their purpose and develop a plan of action to achieve that, to give them concrete steps to, um, to achieve something in life, to know where they're headed. So often when I talk to teens, I see that they don't know what they're supposed to be doing. They're like, I'm, I'm coming out of high school and I have no idea what it is that I want, what I want to do my automatic thing and what my school counselors tell me is to go to college and figure it out from there. But that doesn't make any sense. And so my goal for this, for the Teen Catalyst experience, is to, to help teens to recognize their purpose. Because we all have a purpose. And we find that in different ways. But I think that I can help teens recognize their purpose and develop a, a plan to achieve that, to realize their purpose. If you like the show and the work I do, subscribe, share it with a friend, leave a rating and a review on iTunes. I would love your feedback. Send me an email if you have any questions. Ken at ConstructiveLiberty.com You can also find me on most of the social medias. I'm most active on MeWe and becoming a little more active on Parlor. I'm still on Facebook, but I'm decreasing my activity there. So, hope to see you around. Now do good work.